Well, hey there, church. Welcome back to the First Row Podcast. Hey, today's going to be a little different. Um, today, you know, usually what we do when we sit down is we ask Pastor James a few questions about a sermon, hear some additional thought, or he'll give us a quick truth or something like that. But today, what we're going to do is a little different. Today, we have the joy to sit down with our new student pastor, Dylan Spillers, and uh, just kind of get to know him. Dylan, we thought this was a less weird way than setting up a camera and just kind of telling you to tell us about yourself. Uh, and so, man, jumping into some questions here. We're here with Pastor James. Hey, yo. <laughs> He's the fun guy. <laughs> so, um, J- James I'll be responsible for the fun questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what we'll do, Dylan, we're going to uh, ask some questions. And then from there, we're going to go into some more rapid fire. Um, I don't know if that'd be more fun questions, but kind of get to know you a little better. Uh, but man, jumping into some questions, how old are you? So I'm 22 years old. Not very old. Pretty <laughs> Great. young. Great. Good thing is you're only going to get older. That's That was your tagline when you came, wasn't it, James? I was, yeah. Because when I started, I was 27. And I uh, just said, hey, look, every year I promise I'll get older. It's just, <laughs> it's just going to keep going. So you Just stick with me. I'll yes, just get right. older. I will, That's I will it. continue to get older. Yeah. Well, Dylan, where are, where are you from? So I'm, I'm from West Monroe. Um, I grew up there as a kid, but kind of as a teenager, I guess, we moved into Calhoun. Uh, and so I attended West Washtenaw, and uh, that was fun, I guess. It's a good time out there. The old Chiefs. Nice. The Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Yeah. Well, man, um, you're married, so why don't you tell us about your wife a little bit? Yeah, so my, my wife's name is Natalie. Uh, she's she's from Delhi, so, you know, shout out to Delhi. Thanks for um, making her who she is. Go Bears. Right. Except she was Delhi Charter, so that's Gators. Gator. Go Gators! <laughs> uh, but we actually met at Cross Camp where we were both leaders, um, and then so we started dating. I started attending their church. Um, where I made a pretty good friend, Chris Winstead, and he let me kind of serve in the student ministry there. Um, and, you know, we, we got married, you know, 10 short months later, and uh, here we are. I think Cross Camp has a way of doing that because I also met my wife, Kelly, at Cross Camp, and we dated for under a year and got married as well. So shout out Cross Camp for making love happen. Well, also shout out Cross Camp because when we got engaged, I tagged them in my Instagram story and they didn't respond. So kind of upset about that. Well, maybe that'll change. Maybe that'll change. (laughs) Well, Dylan, how long, I know you mentioned that you kind of started helping out with student ministry then. How how long have you been in ministry, been doing ministry? So essentially I've been in ministry since I graduated. Okay. uh, About, about, Six months after I graduated from West Washtenaw, uh, I got involved at First West Calhoun when they planted their church, and uh, I think I was technically a, a student ministry resident, but I was, I mean, I was in charge of all our student ministry events and stuff um, at Calhoun, so, um, I mean, at 18, I started ministry. Awesome. Okay, awesome. Well, what about, um, tell us like a little bit, um, maybe the elevator version of your testimony. Oh, so my testimony, I... I I grew up at Mount Vernon Baptist Church in, in Western Row, and I was saved from a young age, you know. Uh, I mean, I knew I needed Jesus. I knew I was a sinner, um, but like every eight-year-old, you never really understand the, the true meaning of the gospel. And so as I, as I grew up, I continued to learn and just uh, get a full understanding of who Jesus is and what the gospel is. Um, and at 15, I felt a call to ministry, and so... Uh, So 15, I felt a call to ministry, and um, yep. 
that, that was good. That was, that was also, good. <laughs> I'd never heard elevator version. So whenever you said elevator version, it took me a second. I was like, what are you talking about? I remember they, it was, I don't know, maybe it was in basically like a, I think it was when we were in the fraternity. They would basically say like, you got to have an elevator pitch ready so that if you were to just get an elevator with someone, ride an elevator, how could you pitch something super quick to them? So it's like a shortened version of what you need to tell them. At New York Life, we call that elevator talk. Yeah. In my world, we just say a short version. <laughs> That's what we do in my terms. Um, Dylan, uh, I think this is an important question so we can know, what is the gospel in your words? I guess give us an elevator, whatever. <laughs> don't don't steal my stuff, man. <laughs> Come on. So to, to put it simply, I mean – that's kind of a generic answer, I guess. But really, I mean, the gospel is the the good news of Jesus, and and to me, our call as Christians is, I mean, it's all about the gospel. You know, who are we telling that good news to? So, I mean, I guess to to give you a generic version, but I mean, that's what it is. It's the good news. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Well, tell us. You kind of went ahead and went into this question early, which that's totally fine. Uh, no harm, no foul. Um, but you said, obviously, at eight years old and then growing in your faith, growing in understanding of the gospel, what that means practically. Um, tell us about, like, when 15, when you felt that call to ministry. Um, kind, of, kind of what what made you feel the call to ministry? What, what you know, kind of walk us through that? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it really all started with my student pastor at the time, Bobby Blassingame. I mean, just the way, I, I mean, I, I truly believe he saw something in me before I saw it in myself. And so he took the time to disciple me, and um, he spent a lot of time with me so I could kind of, even before I felt a call to ministry, I kind of saw how ministry worked. Um, and, and so a lot of that, I mean, I, I give to him, and I'm thankful for him and his leadership in that. And he kind of, I mean, just taught me through it. It, it wasn't like a, a, a quick moment where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm called to ministry. But it was it was more of a gradual time where I really, really saw that call. And, and it wasn't just something I felt, but it was something people spoke around me. You know, so I think that had a lot to do with it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, when it comes to um, youth ministry and, and, and working with students, like what is mainly your focus? If you can give us a, a quick rundown of that. And yeah, so when I think of student ministry or, I mean, any ministry, just, I mean, church in general, what the church should be about is discipleship. And so that's the kind of student ministry I want to have is a discipleship student ministry. I don't want to, I mean, Wednesday night events are great and summer events and spring retreats and, and all that stuff is great. But how, how am I discipling the students? I think that's the most important thing because, I mean, we're called to make disciples. I think that includes in student ministry. So I, w- I would say that's probably my focus is, is disciple-making. Yeah. That's awesome, man. For sure. Well, tell us what um, maybe what's been the last good book you've read. So a book, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this one because I'm finishing it up right now. Okay. Uh, it's, it's God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel. Costi Hinn wrote it, and it's kind of – uh, his insight growing up in the prosperity gospel scene and kind of, I mean, it's a book about the, the innards of it, you know, I mean, just telling us about it. It's it's not a theology book or anything, I guess, but it's just, it's a very interesting book to read. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, man, um, moving into some rapid fire, um, Dylan has no idea what these questions are about to be. And, and I'm so scared. <laughs> this is, uh, if you listen to our podcast, Tuesday Take, uh, shameless plug, uh, if you listen to our podcast, uh, you'll know that uh, this is also what we do to Pastor James at the end. Um, he never knows what we're going to ask. And so if you feel any kind of, oh, my gosh, this is weird, just know he feels like this too. And so it's my favorite thing So he's, he's coming back to get me. Exactly. It's, it's revenge. I, it must be. These aren't too bad. These aren't bad. <laughs> These aren't too bad. 
I love I just love watching people squirm and stuff like this. So jumping into some rapid fire questions. Also, I was just feeling that time just to try to see if he's gonna get more anxious. So I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. <laughs> jumping into some rapid fire <laughs> questions. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie, The Lion King, hands down, not close. Man. What right. that was there's a reason. It has to be that was so, <laughs> that was so, that so fast. What's the reasoning I, there? I couldn't tell you a reason. I just, I mean, as a kid, it was my favorite movie, and it just never. Still is. And I've, and I've never seen anything better, so it's still number one. I will Man. say that's probably. It I, is, I do like The Lion King for sure. I say a, I say a line from that movie often, and it doesn't matter what. I don't know why, but whenever. No, it was whenever oh. Rafiki is like you know he breaks like the whatever the gourd or whatever it was and. Simba. I say I don't know why I say it all the time, but it's one of my favorite things to say. I'll walk up to Kelly and just like rub my thumb across her forehead and just say, Simba. Yeah, that's weird. not weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird. It's, I weird. That is, I know. That is strange. We're, we're all just we got our. Do things. you like the real one? It's okay. Not as good as the cartoon though. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. What is your uh, favorite TV show? My favorite TV show, The Office. Okay. Don't know how to say that on this podcast, but it's be, The Office. You can be wrong. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Do you have? Uh, I guess have you gotten? Uh, the Peacock app. I have not yet. Okay. I, I've been I've been waiting. Currently, you can't watch The Office. No, now. it yeah. just got taken off Netflix. My wife is excited about it. Praise uh, God. I am not excited about it, but I will find a way. You probably to, should to go watch buy it. them all, man. It's really that's, yeah. that's kind of digitally think, just buy them. I think all. that's the plan. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I know. Look, I I love to hate on people who like The Office, but it's fine. It's it's cool. It's whatever. It's just kind of you know. I mean, it's kind of my background show. If I'm eating, I'm, the Office is on. If I'm just Chilling, the office is on, you know. I got you. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm, I'm wearing office socks currently. Really? I think I got George Washington on my socks. What you got, James? Uh, polka dots. Polka dots. <laughs> wow. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite food? That's a tough one. There's all kinds of good food out there. That's very true. And I was expecting a food question. That's all, all you guys talk about. On, I mean, in real life, in podcasts. It's very true. I don't know. I mean, uh, the simple answer is uh, chicken. I mean, all all kinds of different ways, grilled, fried, baked. Uh, But if you had one last meal and you could only eat one thing. You know, I was was like, is he on death row? What's (laughs) happening here? Nah, I just, I mean, to really force. You only got one meal to live. (laughs) I was listening to the podcast last night, and uh, y'all had a pretty good idea with the burger. So I might just have to jump on that train. Yeah, it is a. It's just a. It's just a solid meal. It really is because there's so many variations of a burger you can get. Because you can, I mean, make it really nice, or it can just be something as simple as just going to McDonald's or Sonic. Right. Or a gas station in the middle of nowhere. Right. That's my favorite burger. I don't know if I've had too many gas stations. Well, I've had like Wendy's in the gas station burger. I've never, you've never, I've had, never just had a gas station y'all have burger. Ne- wait, what, well, hold on, hold on, I'll say this. Like, like uh, if it's like you a guys gas have station, not lived. if it's a gas station that has like a grill in it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. like a gas station grill kind of thing. We just call those gas stations because there's a lot of gas. Well, I mean, I guess Daily Press technically is a gas station. So yeah, but that's there. the gourmet end of hamburgers. <laughs> Do you like this jalapeno sourdough bun? Yeah. No, man. Give me give me that bun that I know you just bought at Walmart on your way in today. On the grill, lathered in butter. This, I digress. This isn't about you know, it's me. It's also a good burger. I just thought about it and kind of getting to your South Louisiana roots. Is, Come on, uh, somebody. Judy Sin. You ever been there in Lafayette? Yes. My family lives over there. So. I got you. That's a good burger. It's a good burger. They don't have fries, but it is a good burger. 
Speaking of fries, while we're on the subject, have you ever had duck fat fries? I have. They're delightful. There's a place in Baton Rouge. I can't remember the place, the name of it. Tin Roof? No. You have to take me there. I've never been. We'll have to go. It's like right off campus. It's they they do the fries in duck fat, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. Sweet. All right. Next question, uh, Dylan. What is your favorite hobby? That would depend on the time of year, I guess. Uh, if it's football season, my favorite hobby is to sit on the couch and watch football all day Saturday. Uh, if it's not football season, maybe basketball. I don't know. Uh, I do I do coach, and so I guess if that in- counts as a hobby, it's a hobby if you do it for free, right? <laughs> so yeah, coaching is my favorite hobby. Very true. To, to piggyback off of that question, um, if you had to say, like, here's my teams, NFL, NBA – College, college. Where are we going here? That's a, you know, for most people, that's an easy question. For me, it's not. I'm not a team kind of guy. You know, I don't don't, like in college football. I mean, I'll root for LSU because Natalie's family's hardcore LSU fans. uh, But really, I mean, if LSU's playing Tulane, I'd rather watch a game that's going to be interesting. You know, I'm more of a a matchup kind of guy. The NFL, I'll root for the Saints. You know. I like Drew Brees. I like they're from Louisiana, so it's an easy one. And the NBA, that's I'm, I definitely don't have a team in that. It's more of a I root for players kind of thing. Who's your favorite player? Joe Ingles. Plays for the Jazz. Okay. Yeah, that's a you weren't expecting that one. Were I was you? not. You were saying, I was like, who's <laughs> I was that? Like, I kind of like how to do inventory for a second. Like, man, what college basketball? Anybody? Nah, not just really. March Madness. Yeah. So. Yeah, just, again, yeah. just just no matchups, kind of like college football. What's the best game on? Find it and watch it. That's smart. I get that. So, if there was a song playing um, that like was just the epitome of Dylan, like what would your theme song for your life be? These are the questions I live for. <laughs> the theme song for my life. Look, we're going with easy answers here. The Office theme song <laughs> would represent me pretty well. That's good. Just because I, you know, I know it so well. James always says his is Eye of the Tiger. I don't know why it's weird. But Have whatever. I said that? I don't no. know. I, mean, I don't know. I can see, that I can see him two occasions. That. I can I see him saying that. that ever. I do like the song, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You said it in your mind. I hear it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Dylan, what was last year, what was your favorite memory? Favorite memory of 2020? Mm-hmm. Probably f- finding out that my wife is pregnant. Well, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take that back a little bit. Uh, the memory of me finding out probably isn't great because I thought, like, I didn't think she was serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she got a little mad. But once I found out she was serious, that was definitely the, the top memory. Yeah, that that's a awesome, pretty top man. memory yeah. for sure. Takes, uh, takes 2020 right there. Um. Now there's this an- this this question. The answer of it could quickly steer to something. Well, the just, answer can't be Jesus. It can be Jesus. It can't be. It can't be it Jesus. Can't be I'm Jesus. saying for all of us, it probably should be Jesus. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, just just to make it interesting. Let's don't not jump there. Right. If you could have dinner with one person, dead or alive, who would it be and why? I'm not. I'm not necessarily a. a an Alabama fan, but I would like to eat with Nick Saban. I, I think that would be very interesting. I'd like to pick his brain a little bit. Okay. Uh, 
that's the first one that comes to mind. Maybe some other good options out there like Jesus, but y'all denied that one. Next best thing, Nick Saban. <laughs> okay. My favorite Nick Saban quote is, I'm not going to do it, so quit asking. That's my favorite <laughs> Nick Saban quote by far. All right, next question. What is or uh, who is your favorite superhero and why is it Batman? It is Batman. Is it? It is yeah, Batman. That's, that's why, so I'm, I want to know why. <laughs> I just – there's nothing specific about Batman. <laughs> I think I think I like that. Uh, is he trying to get brownie points or – Maybe burger and fries. <laughs> yeah. Come on, dog. I think, I think Batman – I like him because he's not – I mean, he doesn't have superpowers per se. He just – he's smart and rich, I guess. Uh, and so it makes – but it's kind of hypocritical because I don't like Iron Man for that same reason. <laughs> Because <laughs> he does He's have superpowers, yeah, that's true. But I, I do like Batman. I, I love the the Dark Knight movies. I think the thing that resonates with me with Batman is is the story, like his the tragic story, his fight against evil. Just just resonates in your heart. It? it does, man. It does. Yeah. I mean, his like that he wants to fight evil. A lot of spiritual parallels, man. It's very true. But also Luke Skywalker. Uh, I mean. Yeah, Harry he's not a superhero. Harry Potter's not a superhero. Yeah, Harry Potter just has magic. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's not a superhero. He has more powers than Batman. <laughs> Look, now that you guys have teed this up so perfectly for me, um, Pastor, you know about my thoughts on this. Um, a friend of mine named Chris McDowell. Chris McDowell kind of uh, awakened me to this, uh, and so uh, Batman's got a lot of money, right? We both can, uh, all, all three of us can agree on that, right? He's got money, right? So, James, do you agree on that? Yeah, he's like a billionaire. He's like a billionaire. Like, so rather than doing his part in his community, giving back, helping establish people who aren't dirty in in Gotham PD, helping get you know eradicate all these things, what our our Dark Crusader decides to do is don a cape and a mask because he can't. Because I mean, we would agree with society is. He, he he realizes that I mean just because you pour money in something's not going to fix it. So the only alternative, <laughs> yes, beat the mess out of people. <laughs> just, just beat the bad out of them. I don't I don't know if I'm following here. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I say all that like I I don't have a favorite superhero. I just love them all, but I do love to hate Batman. It's one of my favorite yeah. things. I did like Superman for a while. Clark Kent. That's solid. Yeah. yeah. Easy answer. It's very easy answer. Layup. So, our last question, um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? I think I'd like to fly. I just think it'd be it'd be fun, you know? No, I mean, that's that's my reason. It'd be fun. Yeah? It'd be fun to fly. Look, I recently saw a superhero movie where the hero in the movie could fly. It's cool, right? But that same hero had an invisible plane. Does that make sense? Because I was definitely watching it. Why did he need a plane if he could fly? Well, it's a she, so. Are you talking about Wonder Woman? Uh, I wasn't going to say it. Uh, <laughs> Some people may not have seen it. may not know. I was like, are you describing the Wonder Woman movie? <laughs> the new one? Oh, um, well, excuse me. Why did she need a plane if she could fly? That's always well, at that point, she didn't know she could fly. Yeah, in the movie. still. What'd she Spoiler. do afterward? What'd she do after? Did she get rid of it? Did she give someone else? The, did she give Gotham PD the invisible plane? What'd she do? Or she just Batman? That's the wrong movie. I forgot where she put it. <laughs> Surely it's got like an anti-cloak. Surely she's got the remote for it. I don't know. Well, James, do you have anything else you want to ask? Anything else you want to throw his way? I think that's good. 
think you're good. I think I'm good as well. Dylan, do you have anything you want to say to the fair people? Thanks for listening. Awesome. <laughs> well, he took the words literally out of my mouth. So thanks for listening. Um, hope this is a, a good way that you were able to meet Dylan. Um, we know that times are weird right now. And uh, some people uh, may be watching from home. And so it's just easier if, if you don't have the chance to meet him. This is something that we felt like would be fun. Um, glad to know uh, some interesting things about you, Dylan. And uh, hey, thanks for just checking out this podcast. So we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>